Amanda Rizzani with Digital CXO, and I'm excited to be here today with Rajesh Barrier, and he is the Executive Vice President and Head of Digital Experience for Infosys. How are you doing today? Hey, Amanda. I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you for being here. So we have some topics to discuss today, the customer experience and the online and remote world. So I'm going to get straight into the questions. Starting with, you have discussed three pillars that the future of customer experience will center around. What are those and why are they important? So, um, Amanda, you know, this particular topic is uh, is very interesting. There is obviously uh, multiple things that uh, comes along when we're talking about digital experience, right? Specifically, when we're talking about uh, customer experience, we're talking about speed and ease of integration with digital, right? That's, that's extremely important because um, it's the ability to deploy newer customer experiences onto the field with less... Uh, um, you know, uh, very less time to be able to react to market changes, right? So that that's a very important pillar. How how fast and how easily can you integrate with uh, with digital properties and and uh, deliver customer experience, right? That is one. Second is, as an organization, how do you take real time feedback and how do you actually respond to the real time feedback that you're getting from from all your digital channels? Uh, and the third is how do you scale? Because most of the organizations today have enterprise wide, um, you know, uh, requirements to scale any digital uh, properties that they roll out. So the ability to bring that and scale that is is extremely important. So th- these are uh, probably three main areas that. Uh, one needs to focus when we are talking about customer experience, right? Um, so that's that's my response. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Great. Yes, absolutely. So how can businesses incorporate personalization into their consumers' digital experiences, and why is that necessary? I think, Amanda, personalization has been around for a while now. Personalization is extremely important for you and me when we are interacting with brands, right? We want our, we want the brands to understand uh, what our likes are. For example, you log into an Amazon.com or any of the websites today. Uh, they understand your past buying behavior and they bring that buying behavior into the recommendations that they provide you, right? And that, to some extent, is an example of personalization. So personalization is, is obviously extremely important. Uh, so this is something that businesses are working on incorporating for a number of years now. And uh, what is happening today is uh, businesses are getting a lot more sharper at personalization. There's a lot more uh, relevant technology which is coming into uh, uh, into play, which is getting the businesses to be get to get better at personalization, um, and it's extremely necessary because um, you know the better we are at personalization, the more uh, stickiness we have uh, for customers to our brand. What are some challenges that businesses may face in implementing an online exceptional digital experience, and how can they overcome these challenges? Uh, implementing an exceptional online digital experience is uh, there are a number of challenges, uh, Amanda. The first thing is many of the large organizations which have been around for a number of years are actually sitting on a lot of legacy technology. 
Um, now, how do you integrate this legacy technology into uh, the next generation digital technology, right? How do you make the relevant uh, data available so that these digital technologies can truly power the experience, right? That's that's like one set of challenges, right? That's every organization is dealing with. The second set of challenge today is, uh, you know, the availability of funds. For example, today's day in the market, if you look at it, you know, given the recessionary forces that we are seeing, availability of funding to uh, to really ramp up on the digital aspirations is, is one of the challenge. The third challenge is about availability of skill sets, right? So these te technologies are changing at such a rapid pace that um, most organizations are struggling with how do I make sure my employees are upskilled on the digital technologies that they need to be handling, right? So these are some of the challenges the organizations are facing. What is the role of data in creating a personalized digital experience for both customers and employees alike? Data has a core and central role for creating personalized uh, uh, digital experience. Um, and, you know, this, this is really the holy grail, Amanda. All organizations are really trying to uh, get to a point where they truly understand their customer and put the customer 360 degree approach, whether it's customer or employee, any stakeholder, right? How do I understand um, all the aspects of the customer really um, is looking at when they're trying to make a buying decision, right? And to, to be able to understand that gives me the power to be able to address their needs better, right? So, so that particular aspect is uh, for that, data becomes extremely essential. The challenge that organizations have with this is that, you know, you have to respect data privacy laws, um, you know, which are prevalent across the world. At the same time, you want to understand your customers better. So you need to have an opportunity. You need to provide your customers an opportunity to opt in where they want to share data. And when they don't want to share data, they don't want to share data. You know, and you have to figure out alternate mechanisms to, to understand what they might like and what they may not like. But data forms an essential core aspect of understanding your customer by uh, customer behavior or any stakeholder for that matter. So looking at the internal employee experience, what are some workplace innovations or tools or trends for hybrid and remote work that businesses should be aware of and looking at? Sure. So Amanda, over the last couple of years, since the, uh, um, you know, since the COVID, one of the biggest innovation uh, or that has really taken, uh, you know, the world by storm is the collaboration tools, right? We have always had some form of collaboration tools in place, but the collaboration tools have significantly improved over the last couple of years. Right? They have really become very powerful. They have become all-encompassing. I cannot imagine an enterprise which doesn't have an enterprise scale collaboration tool, which is uh, on which hundreds and thousands of employees are actually working working together, right? So that, to me, has been the biggest, uh, you know, uh, jump forward as far as uh, technology upliftment is concerned. Then there are, of course, many, many other things. For example, uh, you have AI automation, which has come into place. How can we put in place more AI tools to be able to automate things which uh, otherwise, uh, you know, require manual intervention? To give you an example, right, today's day, if you have an issue with your computer, right, uh, what happens today is there is an AI tool which recognizes that there is an issue with a computer and potentially either solves it or raises a ticket. Uh, on you know for you to get uh, for you to get the resolution for that particular problem in the past uh, era we used to be faced with an issue we would take a screenshot of that issue and probably mail it to somebody and then follow it up with a phone call saying you know what i want my ticket to be raised and then chase it down right so so automation tools are also coming into prominence so collaboration automation some of the you know emerging trends which are really taken the world by storm so to that note 
let's talk about productivity. How can leaders measure productivity holistically in a digital workplace and what metrics should they be using? So uh, productivity, you know, every organization has different ways of measuring productivity, Amanda. For example, a software engineering house will probably look at productivity from the lens of how much of code development is being done and how much of that is being done first time, right? Right. Uh, a, an, an organization which is focused on shop floor related work will probably have a different metric to actually measure productivity. And there are enough tools today in the market which enable you to measure productivity depending upon the kind of work that you're doing. And, and these tools are developing constantly they have an industry flavor they are very specific uh, you know niche players which will address your shop floor requirements there are niche software tools which will address your um, you know online requirements so what you're doing really online uh, so each industry has its own uh, set of productivity tools and you know and the metrics really differ from uh, from use case to use case okay what are some current issues surrounding the digital experience at work that you've noticed and how are businesses addressing them? Uh, and if you don't think they're addressing them well, what are your suggestions? So I think one of the biggest issues, Amanda, we are facing from um, digital experience at work standpoint is remote working, if you really ask me, right? Remote working, while it has its upside, significant upsides, you know, where it gives people the flexibility to, to be where they are and deliver the work from where they are. Uh, one of the biggest challenges that um, uh, as as a world we are facing is as more and more people go remote and don't really come to work, right? The whole aspect of social capital is kind of, you know, moving um, moving out of the picture, right? And and that social capital is so essential when you are uh, looking at large, large organizations where work is delivered by teams, right? You really want the teams to bond together, trust each other, work with each other, solve problems together, etc. Um, you know, unless we have some kind of hybrid mechanism where teams come in and work together and then go back remote and come back in and work together where they develop some form of social capital, you know, that aspect will continue to be challenging. To me, that's the biggest challenge that I see. So looking down the road, say two years from now, give your prediction, what impact will the future of the digital employee experience have on the job market? That's an interesting question. Crystal ball gazing <laughs> is a bit of a challenge, uh, you know, especially in today's world when things are moving so rapidly. Did, little did we know, Amanda, let's say six months back, that we will be hit by the AI storm, which we saw coming in in the month of December, right? Uh, how, and how the world has changed since then, right? Now, how these few, these technologies will impact the work um, is very difficult to say. But one thing is for sure, Amanda, it you know, these changes in technology will certainly challenge all of us to consistently upskill ourselves so that you know we can use the latest and the greatest technologies to be able to deliver higher productivity right so that's something uh, that we will continue to see over the next uh, few years um, now for example with all the latest AI technologies the, you know I would say that everybody who's in the in in the market should know how to use these AI technologies to be a to be more productive at what they're doing. So, you know, that's the trend in which I see things moving. It's very exciting right now how rapidly this technology is advancing and it is hard to say, but it, it's definitely an exciting time. I wanna thank you Rajesh for coming on the show today and giving your insights. Thank you Amanda for having me and uh, appreciate the opportunity. Have a nice day. You too. Take care.